Hello, my name is Sharon Kugler, and I'm the Yale University Chaplain, and this is Time for the Soul. My guest today is Sumi Kim. Sumi is our Buddhist Chaplain and the Coordinator of Buddhist Life at Yale. Thank you so much for joining me today, Sumi. I'm delighted. Thank you. It's great to have you. Coming off a global pandemic that's been fraught with such huge collective loss and individual struggle, how do you as a chaplain bring yourself back to life? Well, I practice meditation pretty much every day, sometimes in a more formal way and sometimes in an informal way. I'll uh, get on my meditation cushion and just uh, take a few deep breaths and settle in tune into the present moment, what I hear, how I feel in my body, what's speaking to my heart, what's happening in my thought stream. Or I'll just step outside and gaze at the sky and the trees, listen to the sounds of humanity and nature all around me, and take a rest in that. I find either form of meditation to be hugely nourishing just to reflect on what's good, and what's delightful in the here and now. It does sound like a real central practice for you is slowing down, and that that is countercultural to the Yale reality that so many of our students face. For sure. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Sumi, how do you help someone understand their worth as human beings during this time that's been so difficult with, with just incredible amounts of suffering, both in the physical and the spiritual? Uh, those, those concerns have been right there for us chaplains. How, how do you help someone understand their worth as a human being? Well, that's such a great question. And it is hard to see at first uh, particularly when we have 9 billion of us on the planet and many of our problems are structural. They're well beyond what any one person can do. I really draw upon the teaching of interconnectedness or interbeing as a very famous Vietnamese Zen master, Thich Nhat Hanh, coins it, interbeing, how we are all interconnected with each other. And so whatever I say or do, has an impact on those around me. The other day I was uh, driving and there was a very impatient, um, very pushy driver behind me who at one point decided to run the double yellow line and go around me. It was a little bit scary. And I found that this driver's um, frenetic and dangerous energy really impacted me. I could feel um, myself getting upset, feeling threatened. And I thought, well, if that three seconds of interaction with someone else could affect me so deeply. Um, imagine if a different person with a heart filled with peace and with love comes into the room and how much that affects the people around them, um, bringing some sense of uh, repose and uh, quiet to their day. And uh, so I invite students to begin to observe from a place of mindfulness, how who they are and how they are in the world and how they interact with others impacts others and likewise how others impact them. And from that basis of observation, we begin to glimpse that we are not islands. We are not um, 
isolated in who we are and how we are. And once we get a, a real internal sense of our impact, then we can extend that outwards and realize that um, our choices do have wide ranging um, impact and that if every person becomes aware in that way and begins to make more conscientious choices, more conscious choices, then, um, then indeed we can begin to shift the needle a little bit, perhaps put our thumb on the scale. You get a lot of thumbs on one side of the scale and things actually begin to tip in a better direction. Um, yeah, I think that would be the way I'd answer that question. <clears throat> oh, thank you for that answer. And I've, I've witnessed that value that you hold so dear and practice so well of interconnectedness and um, and what a, an incredible gift that is for the students that you work with, Sumi. So thank you. Oh. Um, my my last question is: What does this work spark in you? I think when uh, when I started as a chaplain, as probably is true for so many who um, enter into this particular profession, uh, I had a more top down understanding. You know that somehow I had some kind of wisdom or perspective that could help other people, but. The more I've done this work, the more that top down has become leveled out a little bit so that um, it really feels like a conversation of two people trying to figure out uh, the world around them and their place in it. And so what nourishes me is that I'm often learning from others as much as I'm sharing my own learning with them. And that's always growthful. And especially at a place like Yale, where there are really, I have come to see, there are really many exceptional uh, students. If you ever feel like an imposter, please don't, because I haven't met a real imposter at Yale yet, uh, entering now my fourth year. And, uh, you know, every single conversation with a student and an employee, a staff person, faculty, has always brought something perspective changing for me. And I certainly hope that I've brought some of that to the other person as well. I love that. And especially the, <laughs> if you think you're an imposter, please don't. <laughs> It's it's a wise word, and I feel like we should walk around with a sign, especially around orientation. New T-shirt idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that, Sumi, and thank you for spending some time for the soul with me today. Oh, you're so welcome. It was delightful. Thanks, Sharon. Time for the Soul is produced by Ryan McAvoy, created by Sharon Kugler, Maytal Satiel, and Sean Mignon. Our music is by J.P. Durvin. This has been a production of the Yale Broadcast Studio.